Yeah, so welcome. This is the Conversations with Chris podcast. I have a very special guest today and actually uh, kind of a funny story how we met. I, I joined a Facebook group, um, the Running Motivation Group, uh, I think probably a couple months back. And um, for those that don't know, some of these Facebook groups, you, you can get easily inspired by looking at some of these messages. And, and this is no exception. Um, his Facebook name is James Patrick. I don't I don't believe that's his full name uh he'll be able to give us um more insight there maybe it is but uh yeah today i have a, a special guest he's got quite a powerful story and i'm excited to uh share it with you all so james welcome to the show thank you for being here and um yeah happy to have you <laughs> thank you for having me yes uh so if if it's not too much of an ask if you could just go into a little bit of your story i didn't really give much of a background at all there um because i know that you know it better than anybody else does i <laughs> i know a quick facebook post but it was inspiring and i'd love to hear a little bit more of it so pretty much a couple of years ago uh, i decided to start having fun and started doing motocross mm. um usually not the best idea in your mid-30s but okay. no it was fun uh yeah. i wound up having a uh, major accident uh last uh year in may Mm. uh actually it was may 12th to be exact mm. and uh i just i crashed hard i don't know how i crashed uh it was all blur but um got transported to uh a hospital and they took x-rays and they said you're going to the uh <clears throat> to the trauma center wow and uh they told me that i fractured uh seven vertebrae and had bilateral bilateral uh rib fractures okay so pretty much uh every vertebrae between the uh shoulder blades was uh fractured oh. um including the lowest one on the neck to c7 and uh yes yeah, got wow wound up having surgery uh had two rods and 10 screws put in my back for about five months. Mm -hmm. um, in October, I was able, they took the screw rods and screws out, um, told me my back was uh, healed up and to start taking it easy and <laughs> I could start running again. So okay. I took that as a uh, opportunity to try to challenge myself. Mm -hmm. So earlier this year, when I was uh, looking online, I saw a race that uh, I previously did two years ago with uh, my now fiance. Uh, we did it when we first started dating. And now, now that we're engaged, we decided to do it again. And uh, it was a 46 mile uh, ultra marathon. Wow. So I just figured, <laughs> no. I don't do anything small, so yep. push myself and figure out a way to uh, to beat it, basically. Yep. Wow. That's awesome, man. And yeah, so for those just listening, I when I mentioned that Facebook post, I saw that James posted a year ago, he broke his neck and his back. And I saw him at a finish line of that ultra marathon that he just talked about. And that's what caught my eye. I, I figured anybody that is able to do that has a story that, that needs to be shared. And, and that's where we find ourselves today. So thank you, James. That's, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, if you're not inspired by that, I don't know what, what lifts you up, but um, 
I'd like to know a little bit more about your running journey because it sounds like it, it it's currently in the works, but it was also in the works before. And and I asked this because obviously being in the running group, um, I'm a fan of of long distance running, and I also like to hear other people's stories about it. So what got you involved? Have you always been a runner, or is it just something where you started to challenge yourself? <laughs> so I really actually started running more um, in college. Mm -hmm. um just like most people i know uh you know went to college and <laughs> got that uh you no know, the freshman 15 for me just happened to be the freshman yeah <laughs> sorry and uh decided that you no know, the i was playing rugby and i was mm -hmm. gaining weight because we were partying yeah so nice. i decided that no, let me uh, stop doing that and just start running. And I was able to lose quite a bit of weight. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, uh, later that year, I was then diagnosed with stage four lymphoma. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that obviously put a damper on my uh, running for a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. um, and when I got done, when I got done with that, just started, uh, slowly getting back in the running um mm -hmm. at the time i had military uh mindset that i wanted to enlist okay so um when i beat when i got done with cancer and got yeah. put in remission i did the uh live strong uh challenge in philadelphia uh which was a 5k and mm. then uh i was thinking of ways to train for boot camp and i started doing uh obstacle course racing uh -huh and absolutely fell in love with it yeah. um started with little 5ks first one i did was at fort dix um and then it, would be, it almost became a game to me to try to find the hardest one i could do <laughs> and i you know six seven years of doing nothing but obstacle course racing and working out and just training for that um unfortunately never got to join the military because yeah. of the cancer but yeah. um that's really how I got into running is just training you now training for these runs that yeah. you know going up and down Mount Killington for you now 16 17 miles doing the Spartan Beast and looking at uh you know a couple of the Navy SEAL races and just to me what I consider fun yeah. uh, <laughs> most people consider insane right but um yeah, that's really, that's how I started. And I got to a point where when I run, I don't think of anything. Mm. No, anything that's going on, any stress I have in my life, I go running. doesn't matter if it's, you no know, 15 minutes or 12 and a half hours. <laughs> um, yeah. I just, I don't think of anything the entire time. Mm. So it, to me, it became a, uh, almost a peaceful, uh, peaceful way of doing yeah. given my own time yep yeah that's interesting and wow there was just right there there's a lot more to the story than i even knew about and i had a <laughs> feeling that was the case so wow that's awesome so what is your what's your training like these days i know you just came off of the 40 was it 46 miles 42 miles ultra marathon 46 yeah okay so what was your training like prior to the to that and then what what is your training like now if if at all have you 
you still running every day or every other day kind of thing? Um, so I was actually kind of, or I would say very ill-prepared for this race. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I, from my accident last year, I gained, uh, some weight back. Yeah. And, uh, in January, I actually started working, um, with a guy I met online, um, doing, uh, nutrition and mm. stuff like that. And I worked with him from January. It was a 16 week program. Um, cause at the time I really couldn't lift. Yeah. Uh, doctor was like, yeah, take your time lifting, you no, know, build yourself up. And I hate doing that, but mm -hmm. <laughs> it was one of those, you no know, push-ups. I could barely do a push-up because of the surgery and everything. So I worked with this guy, kind of use my personal training knowledge and his personal training knowledge. And we kind of developed a, uh, uh, workout and nutrition plan that allowed me to, I lost a total of, uh, right around 28 pounds. Wow. Um, and then I told him, Hey, I signed up for this race <laughs> and he's never trained anyone for any sort of races. So he took it as a challenge. Uh, I took it as a challenge to, you know, obviously push myself because now I've 16 <laughs> weeks before the race right. and, um, I just started running. I had in my mind, like I wanted to do certain long runs. Mm -hmm. Um, the longest run I got to do was 11 miles. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, because my work schedule, I took my lunch breaks as opportunity to run so yeah. we have a bridge that we run um that was about two and a half miles uh there's a parking garage with multiple levels so we would just run up and down that multiple times mm -hmm. so i was still running but it was only a couple miles each day yeah um so i really just used the mindset you know start you no know, kind of like david goggins does yep. with uh, his mindset is you no know, <laughs> just keep pushing. Uh, you could always go mm -hmm. further than you think. Yeah. And just, you know, as long as I have forward motion, I, I wasn't caring. Right. Wow. That's awesome. And on the topic of mindset and going back to your injury and even maybe even the cancer too, how does, how does mindset play into being able to overcome such a, what I would say is, is a traumatic event or, or just like a, life-changing life-altering event like cancer or um breaking your neck and your back <laughs> um well i always had the mindset of you know kind of like one of those it is what it is type yeah. deal yeah um i remember even when i uh you know when i got diagnosed with uh cancer mm -hmm. no i remember i was sleeping doctor called that morning my dad answered the phone got told the news that the test came back positive yeah. and uh my dad came in my room woke me up and you no know, basically told me he's like hey there's no easy way to say this now it's doctor just called now said hey you have uh cancer mm. and my reaction was okay can i go back to sleep <laughs> and he looked, he's like are you okay with this i'm like yeah, I'm just tired right now. Oh, man. Like, I yeah. had the mentality where, no, you can't change anything from the past. Right. 
So you have to make whatever your situation is the best that you can. Mm-hmm. So even when I got injured, I had that mentality. It sucks. Yeah, it hurts. Right. But what can I do in the future to make, make myself better from this? Mm-hmm. No, I may not be able to run now, but what can I do to improve my health later? Mm-hmm. So I just had the mentality, no, wow. never giving up, always, uh, always pushing and no, making yourself better. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's awesome. And an honor to you, man. That's, that's no easy feat. And I mean, it's, I can't even imagine going through that. And like I said, the injury. So <laughs> the fact that you're able to overcome that and then go around 46 miles is, is pretty inspiring. So, um, when was the cancer battle? What year was that? And, uh, so I was actually diagnosed in 2005. Okay. All right. And then how long of a process was overcoming it? So I went through a very high intensity, uh, intensity, uh, treatment. Mm -hmm. Um, so I consider myself very lucky. I was actually stage four and diagnosed, uh, December 19th. I started chemo December 29th and actually on my 21st birthday, I was declared in remission, wow. which <laughs> is mid-March. Yeah. Um, so I had another two and a half months of uh, the high-intensity treatment. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, again, it was a rebuild game. No, yeah. get myself back into strength because I had no zero strength after that. Yeah. But, I mean, I was – I consider myself very fortunate that I yeah. – I only had five months of the uh, treatment, but it was a very high intensity uh, treatment. And I was actually a commercial diver at the time. So I was doing the underwater welding and uh, physical stuff. So they figured the uh, stronger treatment wouldn't affect me as bad as they expected. Yeah. Wow. And that was pretty much the case. Like, for the most part, um, yeah. no, it was a shock when I uh, went my first. So I did three week cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, my first cycle it was a shock to my body uh, that wound up putting me in the hospital for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, all my levels were basically zeroed out: uh, white blood cells, neutrophils, platelets. Um, at a three point nine hemoglobin, which is about a third to a quarter of what you're supposed to have. I wasn't even supposed to be conscious according to the doctor and uh, a 60 over 40 blood pressure. So half of what you're supposed to. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I was still, still conscious, still walking. So the doctors kind of took it as a uh, puzzling moment as to, I don't know why you're awake right now, but we're just going to keep going. (laughs) So I guess oh part of it is my stubbornness and yeah. <laughs> wow, man. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. And so, and correct me if I'm off path here, but well, actually first things ever since then you've been cancer free and totally healthy. Is that yeah. right? That's uh, 
a blessing, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, that's awesome. And then how does faith play into any of this, if at all? Do, are you, do you consider your man of faith or, or do you follow any? Spirit? I would say I'm, I'm definitely a believer. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm probably more laid back, mm -hmm. uh, than most, yeah. uh, that do follow. Um, my grandmother was the exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I swear my grandmother was you no know, lighting candles every, uh, every week, every right, chance she yeah. got, she was lighting candles. <laughs> but, um, no, my family, we always grew up, uh, more or less, you no know, laid back in the yeah. religion aspect. I guess. So. Um, and pretty much if you believe you believe, if yeah. not, no, it's not like you're, uh, know look down upon our family right. or anything yeah no that's good and i i ask because you know in the endurance world i find that a lot of people do have a a higher sense of spirituality and then obviously when you go through a couple tough battles like yourself that's that's a <laughs> well i definitely say i've uh given my guardian angel a few migraines yeah <laughs> so amen man i like that <laughs> that's funny and when you find yourself running, you say you don't really think about anything. Do you, like, where, I don't know, where does your mind go? Like, is it actually nothing? Is it a sense of peace? Is it bliss? Or, like, can you take us through what, what it's like when you're venturing out for a 46-mile race and, like, the ups and downs and the battles and all that stuff? Um... Yeah, well, especially for a race that long, mm -hmm. um, you, you almost have to shut, you literally have to shut your mind down. Yeah. If you start thinking about it, no, I know as we're going, we get the eight stations. We know the eight stations, no, one at eight miles, mm -hmm. 13 and a half, 22. Like we know where the eight stations are. Um, but if you start thinking, you know, a lot of the time, it's usually your body starts hurting, right. just physically hurting around the 26 mile mark. <laughs> um, so everything until then, like you feel like you're doing good as you get yeah. tired, you walk a little bit, you, you know, stay hydrated, make sure you're fueling yourself. And it, for me, at least, no matter what I did <laughs> right in the mid twenties, my yeah. body starts yelling at me yeah <laughs> um i turn around i you just have to shut it out mm -hmm. um you always have other runners they're always cheering you around cheering you on um yeah. this particular race we ran 36 miles in one direction turned around and came back 10 wow so as you're going out obviously the last 20 miles you're crossing paths mm-hmm and all the faster runners, I mean, I think the fastest runner this year was a little bit under seven hours. Oh, man. So he passed me in the beginning. I've never seen him again. Oh. But <laughs> wow. um, a lot of the runners that have the, you no know, nine hours, 10 hours, yeah. you see them again. And as they're coming back towards the finish line, they're cheer no, cheering you on. Oh, you're doing great, man. Keep it up. Keep it up. No. And you always have that um, camaraderie between the uh, 
runners now right. whether you're one of the elite or one of the rookies yeah so having that um just become friends with some of the runners that mm-hmm. do it multiple years and you know, i'm lucky enough that uh my fiance yeah. uh like i said we started uh we actually met through doing a company through uh go rock um that she was really big into uh i was just doing an obstacle course race that involved go ruck and i turned around and asked oh, what exactly is go ruck mm-hmm. they said reach out to a local uh ruck club and <laughs> she just happened to run it uh, so she was always into fitness she was into running she's done the marine corps marathon a couple times so having her no, by my side running also yeah is just motivating itself mm. wow that's so. awesome yeah i was actually that's i was just about to transition into that and see how the relationship or running plays into the relationship do you guys find yourself always working together on it is it something that you guys bond over or because we definitely uh we definitely push each other yeah <laughs> um if if we're doing a race um no if she's doing a race i just can't do mm-hmm. um i'll go out and uh no kind of crew for her. i'll bring her water or yeah no help her out at aid stations whatever she needs mm-hmm. um definitely is a thousand times better you know having her at the start yeah line with me and wow. us going together yeah um and no like i said we we started you know dating a couple years ago and Mm -hmm. about two months after dating she reached out to me uh and said hey i'm i'm doing this race you know just wanted to see if uh you'd be willing to pace me for a little bit i was like oh what race is it and she (laughs) said pinell's trail challenge it's a free race so, huh. guy ego, uh, yeah. I look it up. I saw it was free. Yeah. So then I saw that it was uh, 46 miles. Mm-hmm. I was like, she is out of her mind. <laughs> but I signed up. Yeah. Bond uh, yeah. to impress her. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And, uh, it was one of those, you no, know, I was at work and I would just keep running. And that's how I trained for that. And we both finished, uh, the other year and it's one of those. No, I don't know if it's going to be a yearly thing, uh, <laughs> now on. Cause it is right. a, uh, is rough on the body. Yeah. Right. But, um, I know there's multiple other races that, uh, we both want to do, mm-hmm. um, I know I'm interested in doing uh, either a half or a full Ironman at some yep. point. <laughs> um, there's a race down here called a skydive ultra okay. um, where you actually, you start off by jumping out of a plane, <laughs> What? You know, jump out of a plane, get to the ground, parachute off and you start running. Oh my goodness. Um, so there's a lot of different things, a couple of desert runs, mm. um, that are all over the world um 
that are just challenging. Yeah. Uh, we both actually got accepted and had to decline our uh, invitation to uh, race in Tennessee called the Barkley Fall Classic. Okay. Um, which is one of the hardest marathons you could do. Really? Um, it's untrailed and unmarked. Wow. What? <laughs> so you get latitude and longitude uh, oh my spots. God. You look on a map and you make your own trail. And it's not groomed. So you just got to figure it out, figure out yeah. where to go. If you can't read a map, you're in trouble. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> so, I mean, we, we both have that sort of passion where we like to push each other. Yeah. Um, if I find a race that's absolutely insane, <laughs> chances are she'll say, okay, let's do it. Wow. And vice versa. If she finds one and, I say there's no way we'll probably do that, but okay, let's sign up. Yep. Right. So I'm lucky enough that you know, my fiance, we are so compatible, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to uh, the fitness aspect that you now it doesn't hinder our uh, relationship at all. It yeah. just builds it better. Wow. That's awesome, man. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. Tennessee, man. I, I, don't think I could be <laughs> do that. What 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 made you turn it down? Is it the fact that is it just bad timing, or can you not read a map? Oh <laughs> uh, no, actually, I'm very good at reading a map. Um, oh. Unfortunately, it was. Uh, let's see, I worked this week, so it's literally we've been this weekend coming up. Oh yeah. Um, and two days after that, I actually have a special team tryout for work. Okay. So I fear it would yeah, be a probably <laughs> bad thing to uh right. yeah. try to fit it all. No, that's good. Probably a wise decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for, for work, James? I'm a cop. Oh, are you? Okay. That explains the uh the flag. Well, the thank flag. you for your service. <laughs> if you can't serve in the military, you might as well serve the way you do it. So thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um that's cool. And then what, what does your fiance do? Is she in the forces? Uh, she's actually in, uh, she's uh, becoming a nurse. Okay. All right. So again, another servant part. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, good for you guys. Um, really honor to, to all the uh, first responders out there in every shape or form, but um, I will, I don't want to take up too much of your time. This has been awesome. And I do again, once again, appreciate all of your uh insights and, and what you've done and you're inspiring me to go out there and look for some other races i don't know if i told you but <laughs> i got an iron man on the calendar i'm looking for whatever's next after that <laughs> nice but, um a couple last minute last minute housekeeping questions one would be if there's any books or uh podcasts that you listen to that that shape your mindset i know you mentioned david goggins i'm sure you've read can't hurt me but are there any other um pieces of knowledge that that you willingly seek out that that might benefit somebody who's listening and and looking to control their mind a little bit better the biggest thing um i i'll literally just search uh youtube and um google just type in motivational speeches mm -hmm. um david goggins just was the last one I always, uh, I was listening to over yeah. and over 
just because of the whole fitness uh, aspect. Um, unfortunately, I haven't read his book yet. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I, there's so many people out there that you could hear a story from mm-hmm. that just motivates you. Um, like that yours? I, I just, <laughs> I'll, I'll listen to them. Um, yeah. And even when uh, I was a little bit younger, um, training with the OCRs and stuff like that, that's where I, I, I'd be in my room and I would just have that playing in the background wow. and I'd wake up and my alarm clock was a motivational speech. Mm. So I just always set my mind around that uh, motivation, you know, surrounded with other people that inspired me. Right. So that's how I kept, that's how I kept my mindset. Um to push forward and you now push harder than I ever thought possible. Yeah. That's awesome. And do you find that a lot of the people that you work with, a lot of the fellow officers, do they come from the same seed that you do where they're, they're pushing themselves to the brink? I do have a couple of buddies that yeah. um, do push themselves. Uh, most of them called me insane when they heard about the uh, yeah. 46 mile run. Mm. Um, but there are a few that they, they'll do the long distance bike rides. Uh, one of my buddies has done multiple, multiple Ironmans and travels the country doing them. (laughs) So you do have that, uh, that camaraderie with the, uh, other runners. Yeah. And then obviously with, uh, you know, being in law enforcement, no fitness to me is key. Yeah. No, my fitness is going to determine if no, I go home safe mm-hmm. or if no, my fellow uh, squad mates are going to go home safe if right. no, something happens. So um, being fit was always, no, in my mindset, key. Yeah. Uh, so that was another thing that a lot of my squad mates we all work out, we'll work out together and mm-hmm. it just builds us closer. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And one thing you hear quite a bit now is the importance of getting the right training in our personnel, our uh, police officers and servicemen. Is there anything that you see as like, I know people talk about jujitsu. Do a lot of people train jujitsu in your uh, precinct or is there any talk uh, about implementing so- it? I mean, we do get trained, um, when you first start, Okay. uh, we have multiple, uh, places around town. A lot of our, uh, a lot of our deputies will train in other, uh, facilities too. Um, some of them are instructors. So, um, any, any sort of, uh, self-defense, you know, whether it's no jujitsu or, um, Krav Maga or any, any sort of, uh, no self-defense is going to be beneficial to you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, a lot of our deputies, we do, uh, we do maintain, no, some sort of, uh, self-discipline when it comes to that. Right. Right. Well, that's awesome. I didn't even know. So they, they require that or is that, that's part of your original training or. 
Um, yeah, like especially when you go through the police academy, we have now our self-defense basically. Okay, yeah, right. Um, some people don't go past that. Yeah. Um, a lot of people do just because yeah, once good. you start doing it, it's great exercise and mm-hmm. it's fun. Yeah, right. And never know when you're going to need it. Yeah. Have you so, ever had to use it on the job? Not too badly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's good we'll leave it at that that's cool (laughs) well james i don't know if you have any uh last minute conclusions is there any way that that the listeners can help you uh in any way shape or form or anything you're looking for uh as a result of this but i mean i i love being challenged yeah so i mean if any uh listeners want to reach out uh Mm. like you said my uh facebook name is uh james patrick um I'm part of multiple uh, fitness groups and uh, running uh, groups on Facebook. So, no, any anytime people want to do a uh, a challenge, no, I'm always down. I may not necessarily uh, come in first, but I w- will have fun doing it, and I enjoy pushing others to do the same. So, no, feel free to uh, reach out. Come on, man, that's awesome, and I'm I'm surely going to be doing that. I hope we can. Uh get on a race together and, and finish strong. But I, I really appreciate you doing this. I appreciate your story. And, and I can't say it enough how much that, that meant to me, just reading that and, and seeing what you're doing out there. And then also to learn that you're a police officer and serving our country in, in one of the highest ways you can. So thank you, James. I appreciate you. And, and I'll be in touch. I'll, I'll send you the link and also just uh, keep in touch because I, I too like a challenge and iron sharpens <laughs> iron, as, as you know. <laughs> Sounds good. I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. Of course. All right, bro. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. You too.